Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Grognard the Young, the Young Grognard, kicking you to you live with another episode of the Beckons of the Herald of Steel campaign with the adventure, the Herald, and the quest, the past. The party have made their way into Unthrendil's unholy undead vault of spookiness and bad things. They fought hard, killing the giant bone thing pretty fucking easily. Unfortunately, I was really hoping I was going to get to slurp somebody's bones out of their body with that thing. But y'all just, you know, I was I mean, it was kind of cool watching Anton and, and Norhill like tag team getting Anton the fuck out of there. Um, but either way, guided with a swift bolt, the party made their way into the lair of Unthrendil. And after braving through the first initial traps, were basically asked what the hell you guys were doing there. And bravely and boldly said, we have a question and a gift. Now, naturally, the Lich, being a total nerd and a sucker for attention, was like, that sounds like a great time, and guided the party through the shortcut uh, in the mini-maze, down their way into the most vile heart of the Nightcrag uh, dwarvish lair, uh, into the unholy pit that has become his residence uh, inside of something of a uh, speech chamber here for the Lich and Threndial, the party stand uh, among the Deathlock Whites, uh, with speaking with the Lich himself. Um, and I guess where we last left off was him totally flexing on you nerds and being like, you don't even know how cool I am, do you? So we'll just jump into it. Um, he, in the last bit, had just asked you guys what you essentially were here for. And he basically said, don't fuck around because I could do anything. I kill you bitches. You don't even know. It'd be cooler if he helped us out. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, says the good cleric. Well, you know, I'm bending a lot of rules in my own guided manual of how to be a cleric just even being here. Even saying your name, I had to write a letter to my bureaucratic office. But anyway, so with that, in the most spooky, boony way, the Lich Unthrendil sort of rattles out. So, tell me, why is it you have brought such filthy life to my chambers? You have come to request Still. your aid in a war against a horrible monster. 
an immortal being which calls itself the Herald of Steel. On that, the Lich, which I suppose at this point you guys recognize speaking to the first, like, skeletal being that actually talks back. I don't think we've talked to too many skeletons in this campaign, have we? That is the first one. You recognize the nightmare that is... It doesn't have any facial features. There's no eyebrows. There's no lips. There's no smile. It just sits there and stares at you with the emotionless facade of life. And it just stares back at you in its bony way with no signs of of thought or anything beyond the bones. It just stares back at you silent. And it sort of dawns on you sitting in here that like there's no noise whatsoever. Nothing breathes. No air's moving. And you're the only ones who make any noise. And so as you stand there and say this, the voice comes from its chest and it says again, while I am impressed with your gift, as it holds up the necklace, I think we must have much more of a discussion before I help you. Surely you are desperate. Is this true? You weren't our first stop. No. We are desperate, yes. Yeah, pretty desperate. I am a being of unfathomable arcane power. The grounds which you stand on have been desecrated with a thousand souls powering my infernal acts. I am beyond the achievements of the arcane. If I am an option to save you from your plight, you have chosen well. The bones kind of grind a little bit, and the sound of teeth grinding inside of its mouth sort of runs a little shivers down your backs. So tell me, what do you know of this herald? Well, he's building a big tower to permanently separate our plane from that of the immortals. He's turning beings into beings like us, beings of the living, into beings of metal and using them to build this tower. Right, yeah, the tower is made of people. He speaks of freedom and not being tied down by a master. That seems to be his, one of his major drives, at least. While I appreciate the ostentatious display of macabre building a tower out of the living, I wonder the veracity of the claim that he would build such a device. Separating worlds, you say? Who has given you evidence of such a thing? A pretty good perception check, I think. (laughs) I'm trying to think if we ever actually got, like... Yeah, Anton was the I, one I think who I had... saw like a connection between like that tower and there was an exact a near exact replica between the plane of the immortals. Bastion. Yeah, the Bastion. The Bastion of the one. Yep, the spiritual crystal spire from where the god being that created all of existence came from. He's kind of like just shattered into the, the uh plane of immortals there, and that crystal is what reverberates our plane of existence but with that the lich shifts a little bit in his seat and as he does 
He says, be it as it may, if he is creating such a device, why do you think I am concerned at all? And hope will destroy you. He's only starting the lich lifts up one hand and all four fingers begin to curl before the pointer finger shoots out like a dagger and it just aims it in your direction and you can feel your skin begin to shrivel around your eyes and he says tell me again why I am threatened by this two-bit mercenary want-to-be god I mean I I would say mostly because He's essentially taking the souls away from people and turning them to metal. And that seems kind of counter to what you would do with souls. If they don't have them, they're pretty useless to you. If he does that to the world, what will you have left? With that, he says, with all of the information you have been given, I can see why this is the conclusion you would derive. But unfortunately for you, you know very little of what I have done with my centuries of arc mastery. I fear no evil of his power, and I fear no extent to what he may do. But I see why you do. I remember like a distant dream, flitting memory, fear. What a palpable feeling. At times I miss it. But alas, I'm exalted, and I'm beyond. I am the strength. I am the sinew that breaks bones and gives life. The fear you feel, it is delicious. I feel that I can smell it. And yet, it feels so distant. I have accepted your gift. Queen of the Elves is a fool for giving it to me. I see that you are all very afraid. Perhaps you are right. The device this one is making can separate. If with enough souls he is able to create a reverberating reflection, perhaps he could destroy it if he destroys his own image. What does that so, mean? The spire was built to become a reflection, and when the reverberations become truly equalized, he will destroy his own and shatter the one there. The bastion of the one will not be able to stand the reverberations. Oh. But my question is what this Herald of Steel plans on doing afterwards. You all act as if you have seen him with your own eyes. A couple times, yeah. Mm. Indeed we have. Do you know this Herald of Steel? Do you know who they are? Truly? The bones beneath the steel... Would you be surprised to know I know the history of such a being? No, oh, you've been around for a very long time. 
I bet the knowledge on religion and history alone is unfathomable. And with that, he lowers the finger he's held, pointed at you all this time, and you feel as if, like, skeletal hands that have been, like, turned your ribs into, like, claws <laughs> around your lungs have just released. And you feel this, like, as if death itself has just, like, stared at you with a spotlight and just pulled away. You feel like you can <laughs> breathe another mortal breath again. <laughs> and so, with that, the lich turns again and says... If I am to share with you my secrets, and I am to help you in your quest, let it be known, as he holds up the necklace again, this is not enough. Are we understood? What, what else do you need? Or desire. Price will be paid when I desire it. I will make myself known. We got another dead today. You'll have to stand in line. He's like, how about like 50 year plan, two visits, half of <laughs> half of what you want each time. Yeah. He's like, actually, we got this red dragon. If you kill him, we'll give you whatever you want. Then we just have to but, find um, something to kill the lich. <laughs> just red dragon collides with this place, just crashes through the earth. You're like they're like debt collectors. <laughs> I feel like well, when you're that powerful, back. you know, you just become a patron at that point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but with that, um, the Lich says, if I am to help you and you are to pay me this debt, we shall be clear. The one you refer to as the Herald of Steel was at one point not quite different from yourselves. I have known of this being since the War of the Bleeding Stone. Surely you know of this war. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, there was one who rose these armies against the fools of Amaroth. The Garivar bloodline was almost brought to an end. There is one born blood infernal, one cast out by those who loved him, or so they said. There is one known Stormblood, he himself, one finely tuned to nature akin with the spirits of the wild, not by choice, but and a desire to survive. Tell me. And it turns its bony head towards Klikun Jarzak. Do you feel alone in this world? Do you feel like you have been abandoned? Do you feel inferior to Peas and points back to Anton and Norhill. Well, Plinka was kind of working through the first two, but really not so much the second or the third one. Plinka's always felt pretty equal with to Norhill and Anton. 
Maybe a little better than Jarzak. Just a little taller. <laughs> Very good. And so with that, he says, back when I was a human and I dwelt within flesh and blood, I would have killed a goblin or an orc just like you. But I am wiser. I see past this. These are the squabblings of the futile beings that fear death. I am become death. Oh boy. To, um, oh boy. <laughs> but with that, he says, This one, known as Stormblood, had amassed an army. Had amassed an army of those cast out, those hunted, and those murdered. Giant kin, the goblin folk. Truly, an army was risen to exact justice. This being, Stormblood, was guided by a dark power, one I have known well through study, and unfortunately I have crossed paths with. But I am afraid one among you knows this dark power better than the rest. Turns toward Jarzak, mm. his metal claw, and says, um, Everyone else. Kleeko also just looks at Jarzak and shakes her head. Like <laughs> Jarzak just Jarzak like what? <laughs> oh, sorry, right. <laughs> but with that he says, "Tell me, Jarzak, do you feel kinship with this metal being, this herald?" Ah. Uh. I I guess a little. I suppose you can see why I pity this Herald of Steel. For Stormblood yeah. wanted nothing more than to be accepted and honored, revered. And yet, Valaketh wanted more. Perhaps I know something of the dark ritual which bound his bones to steel. Tell me, you have gone to the plane of immortals, have you not? We did. Yeah. Was this a warm reception? A really much of a reception. Klika found out she's a key, so... Not super great. They didn't particularly care about what we were asking them. Yes. You almost got killed by trees. I thought I recognized you. <laughs> Life is so meaningless, and yet death offers so much bounty. Lika, you were a project of my own design. Surely you understand. Those of the Arcane Citadel, the Tome Guard, I know them very well. I'm one of the founding members of this society. And yet, they feared my desire to push farther. I had always dreamed of creating a walker between worlds. I figured with such pure blood, 
born under the right star, we could create star walkers, ease to that dimension, so that we may learn and understand more. But you must understand the reception I also received from the immortals. They were not impressed. And so, yet, look at you. You've done quite well. But if the Tome Guard didn't believe in what you were doing then, why am I here now? Because those fools took my ideas. They feared me and my rulership. And when I left, I went out with a bang. <laughs> but those fools were led by the dragons and their magics, and they thought they could trust them. Fools, I say. And if I'm not mistaken, you're probably draconic progeny yourself. It, there's a good chance that's true. Right. So it would seem you all understand that I know much, and I've been able to put together much of the star's guidance to know you would come here this day. Eventually. I could have killed you before you entered my realm. I could have killed you long ago, but I didn't. Because I need you for my own reasons. The debt will be paid. Your world will be saved. And my world, well, we shall discuss this at a different time. What is important to know now is that at the Binding of Steel, when Stormblood had rejected life, and was given a second chance. There was a moment where his soul had been left his body, and Valaketh had consumed it. What you must do is provide life to that which has none. To be immortal is to not have a soul. It is to be a soul. This herald of steel is a bastardization of immortal steel and bone. There is no soul anywhere there. He is an automaton, creation, a golem of most perverse nature. And yet, Valaketh got what he wanted. He always gets what he wants. But what you will do, and I am not asking, if you are to succeed in your quest, you must travel to the plains far beyond the negative plane, a plane of purest negative anomaly, where death is the only existence. Life rots at the notion. You will go there. You will provide one token to the master of death. And he will do an act most heinous. 
one of you must forfeit the gift you hold most dear. A living soul will be procured, taken. For to kill the herald of steel, the steel must be bound with a soul, because you cannot kill which has no soul. Do I make myself clear? Yeah, get it. You do. Fortunately. Is there a way we could retrieve his soul back from Valka? That, he says, the difference between me and Valaketh is I can be reasoned with. I consume souls to power my existence. He consumes souls just because. There is no rhyme or reason to an immortal. They exist only to do what they are made to do. But yeah, that, that checks back? out. Can we get it back? Is there any possibility? No. His soul was forfeit the moment he joined with Valakath. And again, turns to Jarzak and says, I assume you know what I'm speaking of. Yeah, that'll happen. Wait, wait, does Jarzak not have a soul? Could you imagine? <laughs> he just goes know. to death like, all right, take it. He's like, ugh. Just pulls out his greasy little brown slime yeah. soul. He's like, what the fuck do you do to this thing? He's like, there's been a lot of voices in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that, he says, to live without a soul is to understand the end of your journey is when the lights go out. There will be no second realm, no welcoming, no ancestral guardians to follow you. Nay, when you die, well, death is all that welcomes you. But to save the world, as you say, what is one soul against that? Right? Yeah, that's a pretty good trade. You're a lawful utilitarian. If we obtain the soul and defeat the Herald, this still doesn't answer your question of what the Herald's plan is after the destruction. I have an interesting opportunity for you. If you are able to go to this plane, speak with the master of death, survive this deal, remove your soul into a crystal vial. Perhaps I may be able to help you. To do this, you will return to the moment of the binding. I, with my magical magnificence, can pull apart the threads of time itself. Not to send you back, but perhaps to send you back into the souls of others. What I may do is send you back to where he was at the moment of his death. You will be there through the eyes and bodies of those who served him 
and it will be your goal to interrupt what had happened so subtly. Give him your soul and act as if nothing ever happened. At this point, perhaps if you can bear it, you will return. And when you do, you will be under the complete understanding that this Herald of Steel, gifted with the powers of an immortal being, will be killable. And no, there will be no phylactery, no strings attached. If you can kill him, this will all be over. Have you fought him before? Fought's a strong word. We encounters. Yeah, we experienced him. <laughs> it's kind of the same way you fight a roller coaster. <laughs> so with that, he says, but I warn you that I am not to be your well patron in this. I will provide you all the help that is necessary and I will provide you all the help that is fair as he holds up the necklace again. I know of a place a certain location where traveling to this negative plane is possible. I myself have many circles but I would never trust you to teleport from my lair to such a place. No. Even I don't trust what the Master of Death would do. So, what you will need to do is go to one of the most powerful, magical cities in all of this world. You will need to use their circles. Again, I offer you a token to the Master of Death. It will guide you in the teleportation circle. But unfortunately, getting there is going to be the hardest part. For you see, I know this circle because I built it hundreds of years ago within the arcane citadel itself. There is one circle inside of one fort. Yes, this will be the way. I'm sure you, and he looks to Klika again, as a key, you will be able to safely return from this place. Yes? Yeah. Um, I have a couple places I can go back to if I need to. Well, this settles it. I suppose we have a plan. Except in the soul. The city that the citadel is, is not where the circle would be. I created this circle hidden away. One in a small fort known as Shield Vale. If it is still by that name to this day, it is a fort surrounded by a tower. I'm sure you'll have no trouble getting to Fatsari 
and once you get to Fuseri, you can get there. I warn you, however, that the Tome Guard are not to be trusted. I'm sure that any idea that one of their failed experiments had made it out into the world, I'm sure there's quite a bounty on your head, Lika. Yeah, there sure is. So I suppose you've got a lot of thinking to do. Um, just one thing. Even if we, like, don't make it back from the realm of death and everything, can you promise that you won't get really angry and attack Gallad Bay? Because, like, a lot of people were pretty worried about that. And we really, really told them that we'd do our best to make sure it didn't happen. Did you make a promise you couldn't keep? Well, that's what I'm finding out right now. What are you most afraid of? Lying to them? No, more of just what would happen if we couldn't. Klika doesn't want all those people to get hurt because of something Klika did. Perhaps I've been a bit hard on the people of Gallad Bay. No, I don't think I have. What I choose to do with that city is my decision. Don't forget who was desperate when they came into my lair. I haven't forgotten where the power is, and I haven't forgotten that I control this land. Khaled Bay is a feeding ground for me. Their souls are forfeit. And as I need it, I shall take it. You came to me to save this realm. What is one soul against all of the world? And what is Khaled Bay against the world? I think you can spare a few. I'll take the rest. Well, you keep scaling that up. First it was one soul, and now it's a whole city. And I'm just worried if we get back, you're going to want like half of Amaroth. He snaps a fucking gauntlet covered in gems. Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. I'm going to get flagged by a lot of lawyers for that move. <laughs> um... I don't feel yeah. good, Mr. Hammerstone. Click <laughs> <Clinkin> disappears. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so in that, the uh, Lich asks, but I am very curious to know, after all the dust has settled, the tower is destroyed, the Herald of Steel is nothing more than a nightmare for children's tales. What will become of you? Oh, we're going to die. I, I mean, I don't know how much longer we're going to last. We already have a debt to a dragon that's going to happen after our time. So I, I just know, I hope that when my time comes, I will be with the Illuminator. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just want to know what sorts of kingdoms I may inherit upon your successes. Oh, mine's going to be, Do we're going to, well, Darcy and I are going to have like a group one. We're going to have like a, like a new community <laughs> rising up. Like, like, like the dough of the Illuminator rising up. <laughs> <laughs> little Gorgaris oh, yeast was all that dough needed. Yeah. <laughs> and so with that, he says, if you are to become saviors of this realm, what would stop you from marching to my door in a gallivanting, valorous attempt to take my, well, to destroy me? What would stop you after having seen my lair and knowing my secrets? Respect. I understand that what you do is not a part of what I follow. And I understand that if we succeed and my people find there's another enemy on the horizon, they'll want me to act. I don't think it will. I, I think it's less of what will stop us more than what would you do that made us come to stop you we uh, none of us are particularly seeking any new enemies at this point well perhaps I'm looking at the forebearers of the new generation the new world after this war is over I'm sure many civilizations will crumble and I feel as though I'm looking at some of those who will inherit this place. You say you do not seek enemies, but as some of the most strong and powerful beings to inherit this realm, you would be my enemies. And so I respect you and your desire, your bravery to step into my halls knowing sure well that I have done enough to analyze you and your being. After this, I could do with you as I wish. To say you have braved much is to say little. To say you are foolish is to say enough. But to say you have done nothing is to have said a lot. I believe you may succeed. And if not, well, I always have a fail safe. I will not be phased by your success or your failure. I just hope you understand that in a distant time, in a different place, I will still know where you all are. And I will still know what you were all capable of. Perhaps when my gray army of death marches, you will make great generals. I have seen the merit of your steel and your souls, and you will do well to serve me. Perhaps not here. I will let you enjoy what you have procured in this realm. But know this well. I have already been paid, and I will seek more. 
Oh. Klinka just looks back at Swift Bolt, gives a wink and a thumbs up. I think this went yeah, Swift, really well. Swift Bolt's just dead. He's just on the floor. He's the pile yes. of dust. Yes. Just Anton's like, wait, he was pointing at him the whole time? <laughs> Swift Bolt just... He's like, I got kind of hungry back there. I swallowed your friend's soul. It was pretty delicious. Very yeah. depressed, though. Oh, no. We were working on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anthony's just more concerned about this whole, like, we have to give death a soul thing. Like, does it have to be one of our souls? Is it another soul? Like, what? how are we going to figure that out? Like, a part of me is just thinking we're going to take what's-his-name who betrayed us. Because he's the only one that, like, Anton's like, hmm, they betrayed us once, they could betray us again. What's his name? The elf. Half-elf. Bard. Is it, isn't it a soul to put Starbreeze? in? Starbreeze? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> he was mind controlled. in neutral good cleric there. <laughs> it was it's also souls that we have to trust to be able to handle shit in the past. Right? Like, no, the soul gonna... is basically just given to him. It's just a oh, one for okay. one. It's just a, yeah, it's oh. just raw life force. Yeah, the so. idea is that we're his Our... soul got consumed, right? So it's not like we're just gonna be able to cast resurrection on him. We need mm. a soul to put it in to bring him back to life so he can be killed. Yeah, and we when we go back to the past, will our consciousness will inhabit four bodies of like his closest generals or allies. So he's going to be wicked confused when we all start acting super sketchy and trying to stick a weird shiny soul rock into his body, but that's for him to figure out. I don't know. I'm um, trying to think like I feel like taking a stranger is just weird. Yeah, I I I I'm getting the the feeling that this is going to be a noble sacrifice sort of situation and not a Oh, Anton's Anton's right. Guy. <laughs> We're just gonna pick up some drifter bum and just shove him into the soul pit. Here you go, Lord of Death. <laughs> like Scruffy. He's like Dustin's gone. Scruffy. Janitor. Like, um, but does it have to be a person? Like, can it be an animal's hole? Like, can we bring him a chicken? <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Why not? Why is an animal soul lesser than a person's soul, Dan? Animals don't have souls, that's why. <laughs> what? This is a different kind of fucking soul. Um, so... You know... Yeah, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna bring a fucking gecko to the Master <laughs> of Death and be like, take his soul. You think maybe the Master of Death might be like, I'm not fucking killing a chicken or a gecko and taking its soul for you? What kind of fucked up shit is this? Listen, Master of Death has standards, okay? The soul from the Illumin from the what's his name from the Deceiver. Why can't we just get the soul back? Because because he like ate it, ate it. Like he like chewed it up and turned it into cosmic poop. Yeah, it's like like remember the eyes of failure, how they couldn't correctly be resurrected unless they were redeemed first. Mm. It's the same thing. 
But, just, but the soul we're taking, does that like personality then go into like Stormblood or is it just a soul as a plane? These, these, these are probably questions for the master of death himself. I don't think it's Master Death is willing to answer too many questions. <laughs> Do you think that this How guy's busy could he be? <laughs> um, but okay. So with that, the uh, our good friend the Lich basically just asked if there's any further questions before dismissing you on your way. Did he say he's going to let me learn his teleport circle so we can come back here easily? After we get back from Shield Vale, we gotta find that floating that. city. Is that the place? He'll, or is... he'll definitely allow you that. Okay. What are you talking about? The Aether Rim? Yeah, you don't. Oh, is that there. not the same thing? <laughs> no. Don't worry, the, the storm giants crashed into it. They got in a real oh. bad traffic jam up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> the Could you imagine? Uh, Nor Norhill is going to ask, how are we going to get to the Tome Guard Citadel from here? Fazeri? Yeah, Fazeri is the name of the island, the continent there. But he just kind of starts cackling at you and says, why do they call you heroes? Do you not have your own means to get there? For boat. We Hopefully do. it's still there. Hijacked. That's a legitimate question. That's a legitimate question. This is the gang that you freaking ice bombed, just took it out of revenge. They're just flying around the city, cutting people's heads off with the sweet sword spoiler on the front of it. Mm -hmm. Where yeah, to go, Anton? I don't know. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I have a quick question. Jarzak, oh, do not pledge your allegiance do... to him. No, real quick. Do, do you control like all skeletons or just the ones you make? He says, I have power to rebuke and control many undead. Why do you ask? Jarzak's mm. gauntlet starts yeah. floating up towards Yeah, Jar Jarzak holds his hand up. <laughs> Imagine his fingers just, start wiggling on its own. Just oh, just straight up three stooges doink him in the eyes. Yeah. He just starts like doing that air jerk off thing. <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> like Jarzak, stop! Bolt's <laughs> like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Yeah, Cloak has already scarred from the first like part. I'm, I'm very worried for Swiftbolt's like safety and health. For Swiftbolt, he's seen way too much. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> supposed to even come inside with us. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, don't worry. If it's scary, we'll let you go. He's just ear meeting the fucking <laughs> thing of nightmares. Okay, anyway. well, um. Klika doesn't... Well, Klika has a lot of questions, but probably not the time. Klika will stop by later. We won't. Ask <laughs> now. No, Klika, we're good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm good, I mean. Okay. 
just wondering how that, what the hell we're going to do about this soul work getting. Thinking ahead. Jen has made it very painfully clear that it is not going to be his soul. Like, man, it's definitely not going to be mine. <laughs> Wait, is it supposed to be one of out. us? Is it supposed to be one of us or is it supposed to be like a fifth person? Hey, man, that's for you to decide. Oh, I kind of had an idea of whose soul it would be and just makes like wide eyes at Anton. <laughs> oh, is it going to be me? Am I going to meet the Illuminator early? <laughs> no, that's yeah, the thing. I was joking. <laughs> also, the whole thing that's... about losing the soul is that you don't get to yeah. go to the afterlife. You <laughs> just live and then when you die, that's it. You just become mud. Oh. <laughs> This was all about. It was a hypothetical soul. Just, just liquid death water selling your soul for a 12 pack of water. You just like, it eh, doesn't really matter. Oh, I've only got one more question. You'll you're, you're let us leave untouched. I'm sure you understood what I said earlier. You have all been marked by me, and I will have what I desire, whether you wish to give it or not. Actually, whether you succeed or you fail, I have been paid. I have one, one more question, actually. Does, does the soul need to be willing? That's not a good thing to ask somebody. Nope. What does that mean, Jarzak? <laughs> you dragging a bad guy with you? Yeah, can we just force someone's soul to be sacrificed, or do they have to be willing? I am not entirely certain how the Master of Death operates. We'll bring both options. <laughs> I am very certain... That the willing candidate will be the accepted one. Because if you are not willing to play by the rules that the Master of Death has stated, I'm sure the Master of Death would rather take four souls and gift you one in a vial. Okay, that's where the TPK happens. Because yeah. you guys try to cheat the Grim Reaper and he just fucking slurps. <laughs> How on about a gecko? <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. He didn't like the gecko. Bring up the bandit. How about no, a bandit? Just the wombat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, no. He put uh, some squares. Clico actually just have one more real quick question. What For is... For fuck's sake, stop calling the... it one more. Y'all have two more. <laughs> what is the necklace that we gave you? I believe you can ask the queen Paleodea Trees herself. Did you know her? Mm. Like, pretty, why? Of course, I did. Are you guys friends? Oh, you weren't friends. <laughs> Let me say it this way: for everything the Tome Guard have done wrong, when I initially directed them, beings such as her had a lot to gain by helping me. And she gained a lot. Perhaps this gift is more returning things that once belonged to me. Okay. 
Well, I think it's going to look great on you. And uh, Klika heads to the exit. So that he just holds it up and looks at it. And he says, no need for that. And with a gust of wind from behind his hand, all of you guys are tossed backwards, smack into the doorway, and realize that you're falling into the field where all the broken bones are before the place, falling, hurtling out of the sky. Um, I cast fly. Can I get a deck save? Yeah, that's good enough. Right into the old bone slurper. Oh, no! Yeah, Norhill didn't do so hot. Clicky oh, no. got a 17. Jarzak got a 19. Nice. Somehow. <laughs> I fumbled. Uh, Norhill got a 4. No! Well, Swiftful got an 18. Did I land like right on my face? Yeah, well, Swiftbolt's so a then, Of course he succeeded. So Swiftbolt, Klika, and Jarzak hurtle about 50 feet out of the air straight oh. towards the earth, landing in a bunch of shrubbery and bushes, uh, taking 12 points of damage as they crash to the earth. Meanwhile, you guys take 20 points of damage as you fall and crash into the earth. Swiftbolt <laughs> lands with a thunk and screams out in pain. Uh, does my damage reduction apply to this? Yeah, it's you're you're really uh well sponged in there. There's shock absorbing butt plates. So when you <laughs> land on the ground in your dwarf butt, you bounce a little bit. Um okay. So I suppose now the question is where's the party headed? I guess we'll go back to town. Did I not get the teleport circle from him then? Or he did give it to you. Okay, that's actually as as Anton's like trying to get up because his back feels like he snapped it. He's like, maybe we shouldn't go back to town. Well, we I I feel like people will see us and they'll ask a bunch of questions. We're going to need to go back to town if we're going to board the ship. But we can do that without grabbing attention. I don't think we want the attention of the people right now. Not when we're looking for a soul. Why don't I might be tempted to grab a stranger and bring them with us? Yeah, I mean, we, we at least want the attention of one person so that we can grab them and bring them along. No, we're not we getting anybody know. else involved in this. We need a soul. Is it going to be yours, Norhill? You have a wife and kids. That's that's not cool. I'm willing to sacrifice anything to ensure that a world where people can live in safety is going to follow this war. We can't. Klika would be more well. Klika will give her soul before she makes someone we don't know do that. Well, you know what's what's hilarious about being immortally bound. I don't know that Klika has a soul to give. Crick. Klika is just going to keep her whole mouth shut then. She doesn't have a I mean, Klika doesn't necessarily to... know this. Really, the, you, the room reaper that... is like the way to confirm. 
Okay. Cleek is fully pot committed then. Jarzak will put his arm on Cleek and just, I don't think I could let you do that. Norhill has the family. Anton will never see his god. I mean, uh, let's be real. We all know who it's going to be. Oh, that's very sad. No. Oh. Jarzak, I really. We got to get to my ship. Let's not. I I worry about the condition of your soul. It's it's only been handed around a few times. I just is the is the master of death gonna want like a a third me down? Oh, do you think it's only third? Who has a grasp on it now? Jarzak thinks about the, the bad thoughts <laughs> for a second. No, Jarzak's uh, doing that. Click is gonna start drawing the teleportation circle. <laughs> Go help Swiftbold up. Okay. Yeah, Swiftbolt's just like, as long as you fuckers don't take my soul. Um, but as Klika stands up, she realizes she has a single crystal vial in her palm. And this crystal vial itself is impossibly detailed. And it looks itself to actually be a single diamond, which has been sort of cracked and fitted that with a diamond-tipped lid, it looks like it's one complete piece. But, yeah. She's got some taste and some like really good like jewelry and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's like a Hello Kitty shape. Oh. Well, Please. this will catch up to us when we need it and click it just tosses it behind her. <laughs> Quest <laughs> items. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna start fucking counting this. Yeah, and the metal bar comes flying the other direction, smacks in the head. Kill shows. Yeah, more than work anymore. Yeah, that too. Okay. Click will safely stash away the uh, vial then. Okay. Well, Swift Bolt is under the impression you guys are walking back. Is this so? No, Swift Bolt will. I told you I could get us all back pretty easily. You just got to wait here for a minute or so. Okay. So. As you begin to oh, uh, cast Oh, sorry, Swiftbolt, do I have your consent to teleport you? Swiftbolt uh, scratches his head and says, I would rather you don't leave me here if you're all leaving. Okay. <laughs> That's a good call, bud. That's a good call. <laughs> a couple of the bones start rolling around behind you guys. <laughs> That's a great call. Um. So with that... Um, <clears throat> As you begin to finish the teleportation, you feel that strange sensation that you felt before, like the magic sapping uh, happening again, but this time very strongly. And you hear an echoing of laughter from the halls that you had just left as the uh, teleportation circle is completed. Guys, I'm a bit worried about the whole I've marked all of you and you already paid your debt. Thing. <laughs> we can't really worry about that. Uh, this kind of had to be done. We were all prepared to die. So, when did Jarzak became like we keep this... getting put in positions where we're not exactly able to haggle over these things? Yeah, our negotiation was our, like, yeah, we get to live. <laughs> cool. Well, we like, get, you know, a, like... get a, a possible future, like yeah. he said. 
you can, we already know a dragon's going to be coming after whatever we leave behind. Now we know yeah, a witch is... Yeah, dragon kills you first. You're all set. Look, yeah, come and get your debt. Uh, 101 years. Stupid idiot. But, um, yeah. I feel like it's very painful, uh, painfully clear to see that when you guys become the saviors of Amroth, you guys sure have to foot the fucking bill with every single dirty debt collector you encounter who's just like, why should I help you? And like, all right, here's the checkbook. It's blank. Go ahead, sign the fucking and there you go. Um, I also love that Jarzak has become the coldest pragmatist after becoming king. It's just everything's just like, you know what? Fucking, we're gonna die anyway. Who gives a shit? Give him my soul. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> then who else is gonna be king, Jarzak? You know. King of the people who are going to be ruled by a red dragon in like 98 years and then attacked again in two years after that, thanks to my brother yeah. and my debts. Like, I, uh, they they won't have a new king for long. He'll find out, though. Jarzak He'll find out. Will die. Jarzak will die of natural causes before this dragon even arrives. And it's just, like, no matter what he's gone through, his little heart's going to kick. Quit ticking pretty soon. All those monster energy drinks he's been pounding on this quest. You're gonna catch up with him. His green figured out you can't just touch everything, you know? Some things are bad. (laughs) Or talk to every d every strange whispering mass you meet. Probably doesn't need to be talked to, Jarzak. I I understood like the language. It was so crazy. I was like, oh, no one else speaks infernal around here. We're gonna get you some new languages because that's been the big takeaway from Fear of More is Jarzak has a trouble with when he can't understand people. Yeah, you know, he's not much of a traveler. He's one hell of a ruler, but not much of a traveler. Um so that the party travel through the teleportation circle, and where do they end up? The church in Galladay. Okay, fair enough. So with that, the party arrive through starlight and just crash on the scene. Um, People seem to jump an alarm, but seeing you guys show up again, having teleported, uh, I I don't want to say they're kind of used to it this time, but they're like, uh. (laughs) I don't know that's so funny to me that this becomes like commonplace. But um, yeah, okay. And so with that, the party stand there and have people sort of applaud their re-entry and people seem to look you over uh, realizing where you've come from and some people say uh, at least one guy shouts out and he says we have spoken with the one of death, we are cursed, we have returned now bud the power of the illuminator protected us looks toward Anton to take over (laughs) That's just rude. It it did. <laughs> yep. We we all lived in the light. Oh, well, that's no, really go ahead good. And me that deception check. That's really good. Yeah, Anton's not supporting <laughs> things about his god. We won't go that far. The 27. Gleeko <laughs> believes it. <laughs> so everybody in the area looks over at the church of Lytharia that you stand before and they're like. The Illuminator protected you? Oh, boy. 
Yes, of course. How else would we have survived? Did did Lytheria also protect you? <laughs> okay, the holy well, wind? Choose your words, Jarzak. How else would we have gotten there and back so swiftly without the wind carrying us? And that they nod and they say, polytheism is the way. <laughs> so would they? And they're like, why do we pay taxes anyway? Like, yeah, Jarzak said we shouldn't pay taxes. <laughs> um, well, that the taxes? high priest, the high priest who Anton had spoken with, comes out after hearing the hubbub and everything, and just says, "Yay, the winds had carried the party," and gives a nod to Anton and a stern look to Jarzak. It just gives him a nod, then he remembers what happened that night. He left the church and he just shudders to himself. <laughs> Very cold wind. Um, but with that, the high priest says, I take it you were not tracked. They did not follow you to this place? Of course not. Is that another fucking deception check? Is it? Oh my god. <laughs> Jared's just like, I gotta roll dice, man. I don't play this game. Just <laughs> fucking talk about shit. Like, I'm just gonna start lying to people for no good reason. Like, hey, slept with your wife. Go fuck yourself. I mean, yeah, so we were followed. We weren't followed. And he's got charged no. the gauntlet. <laughs> yep, sure do. <laughs> just keeps glowing brighter green. They're like, what the hell's wrong with your arm? Like the power of the illuminator. Well, so did you succeed in lying to this village priest? A uh, crit, so yeah, a 29 what total. What the fuck? Come on. So with that, he just sort of nods and he says, I know I could trust you. Anton of Glory Wake, you walk in the light. I respect you. All of you, you have done well. Perhaps you should speak with Lord Amthar before, well, before you do anything else. I'm sure he will be happy to know of your safe travels and your your deftness and not being tracked on your travels back home. We have a very important mission and we must leave immediately. I mean, what time of day is it? Oh, wait, I actually have to see him. Wasn't he going to give me a stab? Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, I have to see him. Well, unfortunately, I that offer that... expired. Oh, it did. He's like, like Ooh, <laughs> sorry, I gave it to a different I adventuring can't... party. I can't remember all the parameters of that thing. Mm-hmm. There I were parameters. I don't know. I just remember he like was having a really hard time separating him from it because it reminded me of his dead friend. It did. Well. I should make sure he's okay. I don't know yeah. if I need to Sorry, kiss <laughs> But perhaps we should swing by real quick before <laughs> we leave. We do have to, like, you know, tell him that Swift Bolt did a good job and everything as well. Oh, yes. Of course. We should tell him that Swift Bolt is coming with us. Unless Swift Bolt does not want to. We come should ask <laughs> Swift Bolt. I assume he know did if... because he wants to be a part of our, like, group. Yeah, we want to know if Soul Bait is coming with us. Jarzak turns back <laughs> no. to Swiftbolt. Swiftbolt, you're coming with us, right? 
And he says, do I have a choice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we all have a choice. So with that, he gives a nod and he says, I've seen many terrible things in your company, but the first time in a long time, I feel that I was truly cared for and treated like an equal and a friend. I will travel with you if you will have me. As much as Firamore is my land and my home, I wish to do good things. And it seems like you're all on that way now. Yes. Jarzak goes and like goes to high five Kalika, low five. We got another one. Them and Kick are going to get along so good. Best friends. (laughs) Telling you. Calling it now. You have my word that should you ever wish to return home, we will do everything in our power to make sure you do so safely. Oh, that he gives a nod and he says, I trust you. So, as the party pack up the vessel, uh, who's going to return to Lord Amthar and speak of your successful travels? I'll go. I'll go. And Norhill should probably go. Whole party's going. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It works for me. (laughs) So as the party waltz into Amthar's long hall here, um, he beckons to you all and calls to you, and he says, Hail, champions of this land and lands afar. What news do you have for me? Simply that we have returned from the Icon of despair. That that we hope no trouble will come to your people, but we just simply have to bid adieu. We have an urgent matter to attend to. That he raises an eyebrow and he says, You spoke with this being? Yes. We did. As we intended. And you're telling me that there was no double crossing done and he did not follow you here? Of course not. He gives a a very steel glare towards Jarzak and stares him down. And he says, and you are certain of this? Uh, I don't see why he would follow us here. Well, that's just foolish. Of course he would follow you here. Anyway. We're not masters of him. That's all I'll say. He has his own will to do what he wills. We simply did everything we could in our power to ensure that your people are safe. Okay. So I'll either let Jarzak roll the deception on this one or Anton roll a persuasion on this one to sort of direct how he feels about it. Okie dokie. 17. One second. I rolled real low. I only got 10, so... Okay, well, I think it's good that Jarzag is the one who led in. Very confident with his deception. Um, Amthar sort of gives you a glare and he says, 
How could you be so certain? Because well, we we're on a job for him. Why would why would he need to follow us? We're gonna be returning. And we his teleported nearly, back. So it's not his like eyes he nearly, could have. His eyes nearly fall out of his head as he hears you mention you're doing a job for him. And he says, Do my ears deceive me? You are mercenaries for that cold, deathly being. It Jorzak must be done to kill the Herald of Steel. Yeah, Jorzak has misspoken. We are not on a quest to serve the interests of the Lich. He has pointed us in the correct direction for us to continue our own quest to defeat the Herald of Steel. But as I said, we must return to him, so there's no point for him to track us. With that, his eyes become slits, and he says, I trust you, based on what you have done for me, that you would not double-cross me or my city. And for that, again, I trust you. I do not give my trust to many, except for my most trusted companions. And at this point in time, I consider you all council of the city. You might as well be traveling companions of my own. I trust that wherever you go from here is a dangerous place. And for that reason, I wish you the best. But I'm sure you must be going. We would be on the road as soon as possible. You can stay the night if you'd like to, and you may leave in the morning. Um, Kluka did just want to say that uh, Swiftbolt did a, a really incredible job bringing us out there. We wouldn't have ever made it this far without him. Yeah, no shot. He, he was the best guy we could have had. With that, um, Swiftbolt himself seems to like look at the floor and sort of look at his feet as he does so. And um, as he does, the Lord sort of calls to him and says, Swiftbolt, is this true? Swiftbolt looks up and says, I did the best that I could. And I'm leaving the city. And with that, he just sort of gives a knowing nod as he looks at you guys and says, if you are traveling with them, I wish you only the best of luck. And I believe you are in good hands. You were always an asset to the survival of our people. And I hope you know that. And Swiftbolt looks up and says, I was treated like a dog, an oddity, and I was only as useful as my skills permitted. Your words are kind, but I know the truth. And he turns around and he just walks out. Well, it's a good thing he knows where our ship is. It's the one that flies. <laughs> It'd be really awkward if he had to wait outside because he didn't know where right. to go. <laughs> He's like knocking at the door. Hey guys, are you almost <laughs> done? Yeah. Okay. 
So with that, um, Lord Amthar sort of looks a little flustered by this. And he turns to you all and he says, no matter, you know my words to be true. You may stay here the evening if you would like, or you may leave now. I have promised to Anton a gift if he return. And I would like to make good of that deal and honor it. I appreciate it, but I want to make sure you're doing this because you want to, not because you feel you have to. And I understand. I don't know who this friend of yours was and that they were clearly very dear to you. Oh, that I want to make sure you're stands okay up pulling the staff from behind the chair that he sat upon and he walks over to you and he says, it belonged to the only woman that I loved. She was a guardian of life. And on more than one occasion, she saved my own life and the life of many of our companions with this. But unfortunately, nothing was enough to preserve her heart. With that, he sort of leans down and holds before you a cloth-wrapped staff, which, when the cloth is pulled back, it is a white, sort of bleached walnut staff super simple in its make it seems to be sort of ribbed with like etchings up and down the thing almost like a script wrapped around it but at the end ends with sort of a wooden clasping claw around a massive pearl and it shines lustrously and he says surely the healing powers within are ones you yourself can attune to i think if you are to heal this world and make good of your promise to help everyone, this tool, this, this staff will do you well. And as a single tear rolls down his cheek, he hands it out in your direction and says, please, it gathers dust here. Gives him a bow and he says, I, I... I have no words, but I'll make sure to use this to at least half of what she was capable of. And a single smile ripples across his steel jaw. A single teardrop rolls down the other side, and he says, you will do fine. And with that, he turns, walks back to his seat, and he says, so, will you be staying here the evening, or are you leaving? I think we need to leave. And he says, very well. I will make sure that your ship is outfitted with supplies. I wish you the speed of Itheria's winds. What that groups of people are lifted up and they begin to gather supplies and as the party head back to the ship as the stars and the moon are high in the sky the vessel is boarded with plenty of gear and supplies is there anything else we had to do before we say bye bye to Gallad Bay yeah uh, Jarzak was going to take the uh, giant slayer great axe and 
just like on their way out, he's just gonna put it down in the the king's house and just good luck protecting the city. This will help you more than us. Well, with that, he gives you a nod and he says, Charzak, I believe that even though we have long-standing hatred between your people and mine own, there may be a, a beautiful era of peace between the orcs of Gorgareth and my people. And I wouldn't have any other leader to call as a peaceful friend and an ally, not only in a time of war, but even in a time of peace. Yeah, bud, you're pretty good too. Okay, bye. <laughs> and so with that, the wave wraith takes flight, and under midnight skies, Lucky Dog puts a single hand on Jarzak's shoulder as he mans the helm, and the party drift far to the east to lands of Fazeri. And that's where we're going to end it. Hey everyone, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast. It really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in. And if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at ygrognard on Twitter, or you can even send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep things... Don't